Hello and welcome to Alice's Magical Podcast. This is a podcast where I talk about my books and all my favourite things. So you're going to seamlessly put this in and no one's going to notice you got it wrong the first time. Go. Hello and welcome to Alice's Magical Podcast, Chapter 57, Alice's Magical July Roundup. Is that where we are now, in July? Yeah. Okay. All right, so where are we going to... What do you want to start off with talking about this month? Well, let's talk about all the books I read this month. Yeah, there's a massive yeah. pile that I can see. It's not that. What? What do you mean? It's not That's that. not that. Well, what, so what's that then? We'll talk about that later. Okay. So the seven books I read this month was The Boy Who Swam With Piranhas, Romeo and Juliet, The Dangerous Life of Ophelia Bottom, and there's also something called The Pirate Street Book Club, which I'll talk about more in a minute, Diver's Daughter, When Stars Are Scattered, Clarice Bean, Scram, and Friends and Traces for Chicken Rob Book Club. Okay. So, The Boy Who Swam With Piranhas was a school book and I loved it so much that I got it myself. It was so good. I absolutely loved it. The illustrations were really good. There were some illustrations in it. And I really liked Stanley Potts, the main character, and how brave he was, although he lived with his aunt and uncle in a um, in a fish tinning, um house like their house was made into a fish tinning factory to make money you're saying words i don't think that makes sense a fish tinning factory so a factory that tins fish yeah right okay but it's in the house right so they have to sleep in a cupboard of course makes makes complete sense that yeah where's this book what do you mean where's this book? Where's, where's the book I don't have it on me at the moment. That's, that's no good. What's the point of this podcast? Well, it's by David Almond and illustrated by Oliver Jeffers. Aha. Uh-huh. So, yeah. It's really good. I absolutely love it. It's 10 out of 10 for me. Okay. And I would definitely recommend it. Okay. Now, next is Romeo and Juliet, which is originally written by William Shakespeare, but... Um, you don't say. And... It's been adapted. It's been adapted by Andrew Matthews for this book. Yeah. Okay. So what? So what? When someone adapts it, like I know sometimes they might change the language. Yeah, yeah. So is it because Shakespearean is all like oh? It's like horse hands, is it? (laughs) No. Little horse hooves. Today we are going to learn how to speak. Um, Shakespearean? No. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Um, so, I really... Romeo and Juliet is my favourite Shakespeare book, and... Whoa, hang on. How many Shakespeare books you read? We're not going to talk about that. No, let's talk about it. <laughs> um, How many books you read? Um, one, maybe two. So, it's your favourite of... Possibly too that you read. Yeah, I just really like it. Okay, well, I'm, not, I'm not saying you can't like it. I'm just saying <laughs> it was you made this audacious claim 
and I didn't know where it came from because I wasn't. I, am I? Can I guess it? The the other Shakespeare book you read was a Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. Everyone reads that. It's a great one. Right. Yeah. Anyway, this book, this version. Um, it was really good. Um, there was lots of illustrations in it, but it's very like small, like very slim. It's about that slim, if you can see that, viewers. No, they can't because this is the video podcast at the moment. Maybe again soon. Who knows? Yeah. You like that? Okay. Yeah, so it was really good. Uh, Nine and a half out of ten. And yeah, I'll definitely recommend it. Okay. Next is The Dangerous Life of Ophelia Bottom by... um, Hold on, let me just check. It's by Susie Boa. Okay. Susie is a really good author, I think. Um... So this, this, I bought this from the Parrot Street Book Club, which is basically where they do monthly books and they have little um, sheets that come with it, like a t- activity sheets, and you can like review the book and then you can all... And with this one came a recipe, okay. which I thought was really good. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good thing, Parrot Street Book Club. Um, and I'll definitely recommend it. They are on Instagram. Um, but the the actual book was really good, I think. Um, it took me a little while to get into it, but, uh, yeah. So, I really like, like, the setting where Ophelia's parents are actors, but she never really goes to school because they live in a... a tinfish no. factory? No. Let me actually check what the word is. It's a... Pantechion. A what? A pantechion. Yeah. What's that? It's a large van for transporting furniture, but they live in it. Okay. Yeah. So oh. they're called the Bottom Travelling Theatre, and they do Shakespeare plays. Um, yeah, just we talked about Shakespeare last time. And they're called the Bottom. The Bottoms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if I actually remember rightly, Ophelia's name, well, Ophelia's name, let me just find it, it's, it's a very, quite a long name, and, um... You put on a voice today? No. Okay. So, it, so this is her name, Ophelia Cleopatra, Cressida, Cordelia, Gornil, Hippolyta, Portia, Perdita, Juliet Bottom. Fair enough. Yeah, because that's all the names of... And you had to to open a book to read that. You could have memorised that. Oh, no. Disappointed. (laughs) Those are all the names of Shakespeare's heroines. Mm. So, yeah. Out of ten? Um, Probably an eight. Eight out of ten? Huh? Eight out of ten? Yeah, eight out of ten. Next is... Divers. Just, just, just to make Susie Bauer, Bauer aware. Bauer. I think it's Bauer. Um, your your book isn't as good as uh, William Shakespeare's. It's called less than William Shakespeare's. So work harder next time. Daddy. <laughs> it's William Shakespeare, Alice. Anyway, so next is Diver's Daughter, um, by Patrice Patrice. Patrice Lawrence. That's really <laughs> easy for you to say. Yeah. Patrice Lawrence. Patrice Lawrence. Patrice. Patrice. 
Where is it? Um, is that school? P A T R I C E. Yeah. Patrice. Patrice. It's Patrice. I'm <laughs> telling you, that's how you pronounce Patrice. Right, carry on. Okay, so. Hang on, the book's in school. Yeah. You can't see that for six weeks. What? You're not seeing that for six weeks. I know. Yeah. It's a school book. Yeah. Um, I'll probably never see it again. Um, so it's a Tudor story, and it really happened where a girl called Eve and her mother um live in London, and um they fight. They hear of some treasure. So they try and go and find it, but it's not as easy as they actually think it would be. Yep. Um, but I didn't really, I couldn't really get into it. I really couldn't get into it. I really just was like, I really don't want to read this book. I just can't get into it. But I carried on reading and I did do it. But I still didn't get it. And yeah, because I picked this book up thinking I would really like it, but I never actually did. That's a bit sad. So, yeah, I would rate it a... Six? I love the harshness, now you're ten. Now you're really scoring books. Yeah. Properly. Not everything's a ten. I love it. Yeah. So a six out of ten. Yeah. I mean, look, six out of ten is still a good score. Yeah. It's just, you know, you're not going to be able to like everything the same way. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Can you, you know, we're trying to record a professional podcast here and you've just taken like, you didn't take like a sip of water. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm going to take an entire glass of water in my mouth at once. A glass? That's a bottle. A glass. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I know it's a bottle, but you had a glass <laughs> worth. Oh, mouth. I get it now. Next book. The next book... Is when stars are scattered by um, the man in Victoria Jameson and Omar Mohammed. Okay. Again, this is based on a true story. It's a graphic novel, a very big graphic novel. Yeah. And it's based on Omar Mohammed's life in a refugee camp in Dadab. And um, so him and his brother were born in Somalia, but um, their mother was left there, so with their father, and they had to escape to Dadab because war went on there. And although it's just a refugee camp, it's temporary, they've stayed there for seven years. And... Um... Um... Oh, um I forgot. Hassan, Hassan is Omar's brother. He um, he doesn't speak. He like he only says "Hulu," and he used to have seizures when he was little. And um, he um, yeah, he um, yeah, and I think I think he's like Lincoln. Yeah. Like children who are non-verbal. Yeah. Because when he would get really frustrated, he would he would, couldn't talk about it or anything. Yeah. And yeah, and then they have a foster mother, and I forgot. I think it's Fatima, and and then 
Omar gets the chance to go to school because he hasn't doesn't go to school and he's never been to school. So he gets the chance to go to school and then after that everything changes for him and his brother. I really liked it and I'll definitely recommend it ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Back on the tens. Yeah. Okay. Now the next book is Curry's Bean Scram by Lauren Child. Did you did you like how I said scram now? They're like Scram yeah, I mean, I don't, because then it spikes the audio, but whatever. <laughs> so what number is this? Um, to be perfectly honest, I don't know. You don't, you don't know what book I think it's like number series. five. Okay. Maybe. Um, so it's a story on how Clarice Bean got her dog. Okay. And it starts off really quite bad for Clarice Bean. She gets in big trouble with her sister Marcy and mum. And when she's keeping a dog in secret in the shed, when mum and dad are at a wedding in, during the summer, I bet she's if she's 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 almost done for if anyone finds out. <laughs> she's done for. Okay. Like, she gets the biggest turning off in her life. Because Clarence Bean is always in trouble. How old's Clarence Bean? Uh, I'm not actually sure. Is she old enough to be left while her parents go to a wedding? In the oh, summer? no, no, no. They've got a granddad and two older siblings. Right. Like, Kurt works. And, yeah. Yeah, so they've got granddad looking after them. Okay. Don't panic. I wasn't panicking. Don't worry. Because uh, she's got, she's got Kurt, she's got Marcy, she's got herself, and she's got Minnell. And then she's got Robert Granger who pops up over the fence at the completely wrong times. Yay! What'd you give this one? A ten. Yeah? Yeah. Big fan of the Clarence Bean series? Yes. Okay. Definitely recommend the Clarence Bean series. It's really funny. Next... It's not the end of the episode, but it's the end of July's books. Okay. It's Friends and Traitors by Helen Peters. Okay. Um, so it's set in World War Two, and a girl called Nancy has just gone to work at the uh, at Stanford House. Stanbrook House. Stanbrook House, and Sydney goes to St Olaf's School for Girls, and. They've just moved, they've just evacuated to Stanbrook House as well. But when they both discover that Lord Everton is up to something to help the Germans win the war, they have to um, find out what it is. Otherwise, the whole country could fall. Wow. So, yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it's definitely a big mystery. I read this for Chicken and Frog Book Club. Yep. And I'll definitely write it... A 10 out of 10. Another 10. Yay! Wow. Woohoo! Good month. Yeah. All right, thanks. See you next... No? No. Oh. No. Okay. We're nowhere near that. Oh. See? Oh, okay, more notes. One and a half pages more of notes. Okay. Yay! Carry on. So, we're still not exiting Chicken and Frog. Because I won a competition there. You did. Woohoo! And so I basically had to choose the name 
of a um of a dinosaur well like a monstery sort of thing and i got like the right the monster yeah and i won it because his name was fergus and i chose fergus was there like a list of names yeah okay so like i was about to choose i was i was this close like this is literally not even a this is quite mill. this is a millimeter close to calling it sky but i was like nope fergus and i want it so I'm so glad I didn't call it Sky. Um, because as well as getting a cute little plushie, which was made exactly for that competition, so you can't get it anywhere else, wow. by Kelly Toys, I got all of Jenny Pearson's books, which is which is what the competition was for. So the latest book, which is the reason why she had the co- we had the competition, is called The Boy Who Made Monsters by Jenny Pearson and illustrated by Katie Keir. So yeah, I'm going to read you the blurb as I haven't read it. Benji McLaughlin is a visionary. He believes that other pe- he believes in things other people think are impossible, like that he and his brother Stanley would be happy living with their uncle and that the Lock Locky monster is real and that his parents will come safely one day, home safely one day. So when he finds out that Uncle Hamish's holiday business is struggling, Benji's not worried. He has a visionary plan. Together with his new friends, Murdy and Mr Dog, he sets off to prove that the Lock Locky monster exists and bring tourists flooding in. But Benji might have to confront different monsters to the one he expects. Mm. So it sounds really good. And I've heard that it's really funny. So have you, you've, you've obviously got the collection there. Yeah. Of Jenny Pearson's work. Have you read any Jenny Pearson so far? No. So these are all brand yeah. new for you to read? Yeah. Okay. This is great. Next is Grandpa Frank's Big Bucket List. Great big bucket list. Great big bucket list. By Jenny Pearson and illustrated by David O'Connell. Do you need to put your teeth back in? Your false teeth? I don't have any false teeth. Mm, like I have real teeth. Okay, that's annoying. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Uh, don't worry about it, people. Everything's fine. <laughs> when Frank John Devonport inherits piles of money from a grandma he didn't know he had, he takes take things take an unexpected turn because the money comes out comes with a new sh- with strict instructions and a new grandpa. Frank quickly compiles a list of all the ways he can spend the money to look after his grumpy grandpa. Money can buy hot air balloon rides, monster truck lessons and epic parkour experiences. But can Frank discover that happiness is, in fact, priceless? Very good. Yeah. I'm to read this one. Interesting. This one's called The Incredible Record Smashers. I have had this book, but I never actually got to read it. Okay. Uh, illustrated by Erica Sicardo. By Jenny Pearson. Were these all by Jenny Pearson? Um, Lucy is a fixer of broken things, but there's one thing she can't fix, and that's her unhappy mum. Until she comes up with an incredible plan, along with her best friend Sandish, Lucy is going to smash a world record. Because she's convinced that starry Paul Castellini, record smashers TV host and singing legend, is the answer to her mum's problems. But breaking a world record when watermelons, comcrats, Two baddies and a 30 centimetre shatter resistance skull ruler are involved isn't quite as easy as Lucy thought. Can Lucy learn that sometimes happiness doesn't come with a plan? Ooh. There you go. 
next book is called The Supernatural Journey of Freddie Yates by Jenny Pearson and illustrated by Rob Biddoff. Freddie Yates likes facts, just not the one staring at him in the face, that his secret plan is not, in fact, secret, because Freddie's journey wasn't meant to involve Big Trev and the onion-eating competition or the loo-exploding pear and potato turnovers. And Freddie definitely didn't expect to end up with his two best friends on, a nation, on national television in a super, Supergirl costume. But journeys never take you where you think they will, and for Freddie... That if that fact might just have to be enough. See, I don't like that because journeys never take you where you think they will. That's not true. If I get on a train to London, I'm expecting to get to London. There's no shock when I turn up in London. No. So, some journeys you do understand where it's going to. Yeah, like, no I, 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 I plan to take a journey to the park. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be surprised when I go to the park. I'm not going to be like, wow, I'm at the park. The Times says this is full of laugh-out-loud escapades. So, one to look forward to for you. Yes. And finally, Operation Nativity by Jenny Pearson and illustrated by Katie Peck here. Um, I actually have the proof copy of this book, but I never actually got time to read it. And now you got the real one. <laughs> yeah. Or that. the published one. Yeah. And it's in hardback. Mm. So, yeah. So, this is the blurb. If we hadn't gone to Burlington for Christmas, and if we hadn't very bravely ventured out into the field that night, I don't think it's too big-headed to say that, basically, Christmas would have been destroyed. So, if you do believe everything I'm about to tell you, you can thank me for saving Christmas later. Mm. Um, the... Here is the blurb. No, that's fine. Like, you know, that's fine. I know, but I'm going to read Brad. No. When Oscar and Molly rush outside to investigate a crash in the night, they're not expected to find a day's angel Gabriel wandering around their grandparents' back garden. They're certainly not expected to find themselves in a race to save Christmas. But if they don't track down a missing shepherd, wise man, donkey, and the actual Mary and Joseph, who have all, who've always crash-landed in Chipping Bottom, will not only Christmas see to exist, but they will too. You are listening to Audible. Why? Because you're talking too much about the book. Oh, but I'm just explaining what the book the is blurb. like. Blurb. Too much blurb. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the question Books is... Books have real blurb sometimes, though. The, the question thing. is, though, are you going to read this before Christmas? Or are you going to save this for Christmas? Um, I'll probably save it until Christmas. Yeah, I think yeah. that's probably for the best. Yeah. So, very lucky winning that competition. Yes. And a good selection of books. Yeah, and all these are published by Osborne. Yep. Yes, they're all published by Osborne. Next, we're going to talk about films. Films, films, films. Lights, camera, action. Big film month. Yes. Okay, what are we talking about first? So, first of all... Is it Mission Impossible 7, part one? First of all, we're going to read... We're going to read, are we? Are no, we we're going to talk about a film called, and you guys will laugh, Romeo and Juliet, as if we haven't already talked about it on the show today. So this is Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, the film. Uh, like, oh, is, it, is it called that? Is it Romeo slash Juliet? I... It's called Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, it's William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Yeah, this is the 90... 
six, I want to say. Okay. Version by yep. Baz Luhrmann. Yep. Director of. Romeo and Juliet. And. Titanic. No, and. Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> Elvis. He directed Elvis. Oh, I didn't know that. Does it make sense now? Can you see similarities? In no. Those films? Oh, there's, there's similarities in those films. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. So, the. Um, so, Romeo. Right, by the way, I would love to see Baz Luhrmann's Jurassic Park. <laughs> now, now you've said it, I don't think I want anything more for Christmas. Baz Luhrmann's Jurassic Park. <laughs> T Rex is dancing, dressed up, feather burrows. Singing Nirvana songs in a oh slow dear. style. Oh dear. Go on. So, Romeo and Juliet um, was really good. <laughs> wow, what, what a review. <laughs> um, but I thought it was really clever because, as well as it was all like laid back slang sort of film, it was, um, I thought it was all going to be like, modern sort of thing like hey dude what's up it was but it was like really like it used shakespearean language which i thought was really clever with the modern setting yeah Yeah. which i thought was a really clever clash yeah it was like clashing well i think i think it's a uh i think it was a nice yeah yeah i think i think it was really good yeah Yeah. i'll definitely recommend it yeah Yeah. Uh, we're gonna give out out 10 uh most probably a 10 well, or maybe a nine, a nine. Okay, good soundtrack, isn't it? Uh, sure. The music in the film. I know, but I can't remember the music oh in the film. Oh my god! Next is Titanic. <laughs> we we've we've done all the big hitters this month. Directed by Bon Jovi. <laughs> Directed by Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> directed by James Cameron director of Avatar and Avatar 2 The Way of Water and next month's film Terminator 2 Judgment Day okay um Titanic made me cry made me cry <laughs> Titanic made me cry <laughs> Titanic really made me cry that was a good impression though wasn't it of you we're not going to speak about that okay so I really loved Titanic. It it like it was really good because um it really showed how life was like on Titanic. Yeah, best as we can tell. Yep, and um like but what really happened when all the ship was sinking and everything that really made me cry because people didn't like some people knew that they wouldn't be able to get out, so they just stayed on the ship. Didn't panic, they just sat in bed or just, yeah. And it just made me really sad how people were so panicked and then some people just knew they wouldn't make it and then knew that the people who tried to escape wouldn't make it. What do you think about the rich people who kind of cheated things? That was horrible. Like, when when the rich people, when the, all the news was out, like the ship was sinking, mm. they were all like... That doesn't really matter. And then there was this man who was trying to get in relationship with someone while the ship was sinking. And he was more worried about that than his own life. And I just think that's terrible. 
that they did that. And then I, I couldn't believe that people went on the top of the ship and started playing the violin while the ship was crashing. Play to the end. Yeah. Play to the end. Yeah. What would you give Titanic? Um, Probably a 9 out of 10. A 9 out of 10. We could have watched it in 3D. You only watched it in 2D, though. I know, but then you could have seen all the people falling in your face. Exactly. How cool. <laughs> I probably would have been even more upset. <laughs> and I'll probably like try and, I'll probably try and pick them up and put the boat back what together. What do you think? What do you think about Rose and Jack? Do you think there was room in that door for Jack? Yeah. That annoyed me so much. Because <laughs> I was like, just get on the door. If you got on the door, you wouldn't be in that water dying. Okay, yeah. what's next? The te- uh, oh wait, um, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, Titanic, Detective Pikachu. Well, in my book it says Detective Barbie, so... Oh, okay, well, that's, even more, that's even stranger. <laughs> yeah, so... Detective Pikachu directed by... The person who made Pokemon. There you go. It's not... Carry on. Okay. Um, so this film is all about Pokemon, as you could guess. There was a Snorlax in it. Uh, there was a Mr. Mime in it. Who was really Please funny. don't name off all the Pokemon, because there's hundreds of them. Just talk Thousands about the film. Of them even. So, um, I really enjoyed the film. I thought all the Pokemon drawn in that animation was so cute. Oh, they were just so fluffy, like the Snorlax. He was so fluffy, I could just go... Yeah, that was really cute. Um, but the actual storyline behind it, I think, was really good. Yeah. And I would definitely recommend it. Okay. What are you going to give Detective Pikachu? Um, probably a nine. Yeah. Titanic, Detective Pikachu. Both both the same score. Um, but, yeah, I, I would also definitely... Uh, I would more recommend it to people who, like, get Pokemon. Because we I watched it when I didn't know about Pokemon and it made hardly any sense. Yeah. But if you know about Pokemon, you'll find things a lot more funnier and get it more. So I definitely recommend if you're going to watch the film, know a, at least a little bit about Pokemon. If not, Pokemon is the best thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. What's next? Um, Barbie. I'm a Barbie girl. Detective Barbie. In a Barbie Detective world. Detective Barbecue. <laughs> Detective Barbecue. Directed by? Uh, Greta Thunberg. Yes, Greta Thunberg. Famous <laughs> environmentalist directed Barbie the movie. I know, her name was Greta. Gerwig, Greta Gerwig. Director of? Little Woman. There you go. So, Barbie. Daddy even painted his nail for the Barbie film. I did paint my nails for the Barbie film. We didn't sit together, though, unfortunately. No. But you saw it with me and Mummy. Yeah. What did you think of and Barbie? And your cousins. And your cousins. Um, it was really good. Yeah. I really liked the storyline behind Barbie mm-hmm. and how, like, women have to do that every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Ken just sometimes got on my nerves. He was supposed to. Exactly. Yeah. So he did a good job. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it's definitely a nine. Okay. See. I don't think 
So my personal feeling is I don't think it's really a kid's film. I think it talks about real-life issues, especially in terms of, you know, women's role in the world. Yeah. In society. Um, and I, I, mean, I, I loved it. I thought it was really great. But I did come out there thinking, I'm not sure that this is going to be really enjoyed by kids because it's just not really a kid's film. No, it's not a kid's film. And it's a 12A. Yep. You can go, but I don't think they'll get as much out of it. No. I got a lot out of it. It was very pink. Very pink. Would you like to tell the viewers the fact? Uh, what? About the pink paint. Oh, that there was a worldwide shortage because all the all the pink paint was used on the set of Barbie the movie. And that caused a global shortage of pink paint for about a year. So there you go. Um, yeah, look, I, I saw it. I really liked it. Um, yeah, it was it was yeah. it was a good film. Good film. I liked Weird Barbie. Weird Barbie was great. Yeah, I liked Alan. Um, I think he was my favourite. But uh, no, good film. Yeah, I still reckon like. And I think Margot Robbie was perfect for it. Yeah, no, no, one hundred percent. I think um, you know, despite what I said, I, I I think you should go and see it. I'm just saying that if you're going and expect it to be like a kind of normal kind of kids film. Greta Gerwig doesn't do stuff like that and this is, you know, kids will be able to enjoy it but I think you'll get much more out of it if you're a bit older Um, and um, Watch anything on Netflix? Any films on Netflix? No, I don't think No. Um, But I do want to talk about a film that's coming out Not like Nimona? Oh, Nimona was really good Um, But um, I do want to talk about a film that's coming out soon. Maybe you can talk about that next month Yeah, go on Called Wonka. Wonka. It's not coming out soon. It's coming out at Christmas. Coming out soon. Less than half a year. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to say about Wonka? It looks amazing. The person who's playing it is played by Laurie, who's also in Little Woman. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Wonka's directed by someone. Yeah. Paul King. Uh, yeah, so it looks really good. Yep. And it's just the story of how Wonka became, Willy Wonka became this big massive chocolate person. Well, yeah, it's like the uh, the early life of Willy Wonka, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think the trailer looks great. I mean, I I saw the trailer and I was like, when you come, you and Mummy come home that day, I was like, right, you need to both see this trailer. And Mummy was kind of like, Ugh. but by the end of it, she was like, oh. Yeah, like as soon as she saw Laurie on she was like. <laughs> And it's from the... So Paul King directed Paddington 1 and 2. Oh, yes, yes. And he co-wrote Paddington 1 and 2 with Simon Faraday... Uh, Farnaby, sorry. Um, who uh, also wrote Paddington 1 and 2 with him. Um, and this film. Um, and one of your favourite films of last year. The Phantom of the Open. We don't talk about Phantom of the Open. <laughs> Um, I still really like that film. Right, so that's a film you're going to be going looking forward to going to see at Christmas. Yes. Okay. Um. Um. Next is going to be there's a new album that's come out called Maisie Peters. No, like it's a Maisie Peters album. Yep. It's not called Maisie Peters. That's the artist. Yep. Her, her album is called The Good Witch. Yep. And it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll definitely give it a listen to. Next. It's Hall's 25th anniversary this year. It's what? Hall's 
25th anniversary this year. Holes, the Disney film. Yeah. Right. Well, it's the, not a Disney book. film, it's a book. Well, but Disney made a film of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's 25 this year, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah. Next is, the, is more books coming, guess. Guess. Hang on, is that, is, that, is that what you wanted to say about Holes? It's 25 years old this year, that's it. Yeah, it's 25. Should they watch the film? Yes, it's a very good film. Okay. Now we're going to talk about all the books I'm going to read for the Summer Reading Challenge this year. Okay, we're not reading the blurbs, we're just reading out the list of books. So, starting from the top. So, first up, we've got Kiki's Delivery Service. You don't need to read the books, you can just, they're all there, listed. I know, but I just need to tell you who this... Okay, who is it? It's... (laughs) Eco Cadono. Yeah. Yeah, but that was on the side as well, so I could still read that. Okay, next based is... On the, uh, sorry, not based on the film by Studio Ghibli, but the book inspired a Studio Ghibli film. Yes. I think. Is that right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Right, carry on. Um, now, the next book is The Wonder Brothers by Frank Cottrell, Cottrell Boyce. Yep. Arcs Friend by... Of the show. Uh, not Arcs by, we're going to talk about that in a minute. A Flash of Fireflies by Asia Bushby. Harriet the Spy by Louise Fitcher. Scarlet and Ivy, The Lost Twin, which this is the first book. This is by Sophie Cleverly, and there's six books in the series. Because okay. someone got me it for my birthday. Okay. Murder She Wrote, by the time you will just read this, I'll be, this I'll Be Gone by Stephanie Kewan. The next book is Herbert Horatio, House Rachel Grown Ups by Lauren Child. And Do You Know Me by Libby Scott and Rebecca Rescott. A Spoonful of Murder by Robin Stevens. Montgomery Bonbon Murder at the Museum by Alasdair Beckett King. And Strange Things and Dungeons and Dragons by Jodie Hauser, Jim Sub, Diego Galindo. What is that? What's that name? Mosaic. Mosaic. And Nate P.A. Cods. Yeah, which is a graphic novel. Yes. So, yeah, um, that's 12 books, and then there's going to be one more added. So, yeah. Um, then we've, I'm currently reading Ark Spire, which is really good. It's by Jamie Littler, um, and that's Lauren and Anderson's husband. Oh. And then, and then I'm also reading Ruby Redfoot, Look Into My Eyes by Lauren Child. Blimey. And it's got about 400 pages in it. Big books. Yes. Big books. Okay, so that's all the books I'm going to read for Ready, Set, Read, the Summer Reading Challenge book. Like, the reading, Summer Reading Challenge. I've already read one book, which was Friends and Traces. And so there is a hula hoop, hula hop. There is a beanbag... Like you have to collect the bean bags. Then there's a bokia challenge. Then you have to. Then there's a swimming bit. Hey, what, I don't understand. What What do you mean? Like these are all the sports part of it. So you got to do these as well as read. No, 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 no. You're not meant to do them. It's just a picture of the book. Um, football and also skateboarding. So it's all about sports this summer. And yes, yeah, so. You change a load of books about sport. Huh. You've chosen a load of book, books about sport? Yeah. A murder. Huh? A murder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. 
I am I'm really looking forward to getting ready on this reading challenge this year. You've already started. Yeah. But, yeah. And now we're going to talk about some books to look out for. So first of all, um, the first book that to look out for is called Mysteries at Sea, Sea Peril, on the, Peril on the Atlantic by A.M. Howell. Yes, so um, I don't actually have the blurb or anything here. These are just books that are coming out that you're looking forward to. Yeah, yeah? and uh, this is going to be published on the 3rd of August. Okay. If this sounds interesting to you, go and have a look on the 3rd of August and you'll like this bookshop. Yep. Let me just find the next one. Next one is going to... is, is The Book of Mysteries, Magic and the Unexplained by Tamara... McFarlane. Oh, and that book, the um, the parallel on the Atlantic, mystery that see, is by A. M. Howell, by the way. Okay. And the the mystery magic and the uh, the book of mysteries magic and unex- the unexplained is going to be published on the third of August. Okay. The next book is called What's the Big Idea by Tracy Turner, and Takita. Andrews and uh, and is published by Simon Schuster. 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 Yeah. And it's going to be published on the 31st of August. Okay. Next um, book we're going to talk about is Bob versus the Trousers of Doom by Annie Jones and Jones and illustrated by Robin Boyden. And it's going to be published on the 3rd of August and also it's... Um, it's um for it's nine plus the age. Okay, I think you missed that. I think there's one that page. No, no, no. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's not a children's book. Yeah, that's not a children's book. Um, the next book is the After School Crime Club by Hayley Webster, and this is coming out on the third of August. And the next book, uh, and the next book is called What's Upon a Legend by Ben Miller, and published on the thirty first of August, and this is for children aged seven plus. Ben Miller, the comedian actor. Um, no, he is. I'm telling you. Okay. Next book is called The Light Bees Search for the Black Mirror by Helena Duggan, and it's going to be published on the third of August. A lot of lot of books coming out on the third of August. Yes, and it's about and nine plus, and I think that is going to be it. Oh wait, hold on. I can see some pen. Yes. Oh yeah, that's the twenty fifth anniversary holes issue. Okay, which has already come out. Yeah, and yeah, so this is going to be really good. So just to look out for all those books coming out in August. Okay. That's from Book Time Magazine. Yes. Now we have our book of the month, and this one goes to drumroll, please. The Boy Who Swam with Piranhas by David Almond. Who didn't see that coming? Me, because I didn't see the notes until I just looked over. But that's very good. So yes, um, I would definitely recommend The Boy Who Swam with Piranhas, and 
Yeah, so that is pretty much it for today's episode. Well, there is one thing I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm not playing any music this month. That'll come back next month. But we bought you a comic when we went to London the other week. Have you had a look at it yet? Um, The Spider comic? No. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Stranger Things. Did we get the Turtles one? Jesus Christ, Alice. I bought you a comic that was Turtles and Stranger Things. No, I haven't read it yet, but I will read it soon. Do you soon. remember? Yes, I remember. <laughs> um, I I haven't read it, but I will read it soon. Yeah. So there's so this is a comic that is a crossover of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the children from Stranger Things. Yes. I'm, so, yeah. I'm telling. I'm telling yeah, the people yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, that is pretty much it for today's episode. Are you sure you don't have any other announcements? Uh, you can you can watch my movie reviews on that podcast shows on YouTube. Yeah. Do you have some exciting news that happened this month in July? No, nothing happened to me. That was. Do you mean other than the fact that I was forty? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 that. What? Daddy was. How? What? What was it today? What was this this month about you? I was forty. I turned forty. It was his birthday. Yeah, 10.40. And we all love birthdays. Let's sing happy birthday. Let's not do that. But we did go and see Matilda. Yes. Sat in a box. Yes. At the back of the theatre. Yes. Uh, really good for you. Yes. Uh, and my first time seeing it, your second time seeing it, uh, mummy's second time seeing it, uh, I think we all had a good time. Yes. So. Really good show. Yes. So that is definitely it for today and i hope you enjoy your monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday or sunday and i shall see you very very soon bye this podcast is part of the after dark podcast network